0: Episode 259, Max Out Your Minimum. Hi, I'm Steve Maletto from the Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Empowering Educators podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here from every silly mistake to the most glorious successes. You're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson educators Gretchen here of always the lesson I am your host of the empowering educators podcast I really want to ensure you stay empowered so I share all these lessons with you give you the encouragement but I also provide you actionable steps so when the obstacle comes you are able to navigate around it. We are just losing way too many great teachers to other professions for reasons I feel we could combat if we work together. And so as I am working with teachers and teacher leaders, I'm passing these lessons on to you and hopes we can hang on to you. You're an elite educator. We need you. Kids need you. Your colleagues need you. And you need you. And we are going to talk all about taking care of ourselves, and being able to operate when we are maxed out today. That's going to be this episode. So I'm excited to talk about how to scale back without losing your impact. Don't worry, that dog barking in the background has now been put inside, so you'll be able to focus on what I'm saying. So if you are an overwhelmed, stressed out educator, this episode is for you. I hope you've had a great Valentine's Day with all the ones you love and enjoyed the Super Bowl. And if you're around my age bracket, you probably enjoyed the halftime show. Otherwise, you might not have known who the heck those people were. Many people said, God, those people are old. (laughs) Like, I guess we are old. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But anyway, today we are going to focus on maxing out our minimum, meaning There's an in-between of going above and beyond, which has kind of been the mantra for a while. And especially during COVID, it was give it everything you've got kind of thing. But you can only operate in that way for a short period of time before you run out of gas. So with COVID 3.0, we are absolutely tapped out. We can't keep going above and beyond what... Is required of us, what we're capable of doing, giving it everything we've got. It's not the last minute of a game. It's three years. You know, we just... If we're going to keep our best and brightest educators, we can't operate and we can't praise that and we can't require it and we can't want it, can't expect it. So let's recalibrate here. You at this point have been exposed not only to COVID, but also the staffing shortages. And I'm not just talking about quarantine protocols, but also teachers re-evaluating their career choice. And as a teacher leader, I am privy to these conversations And know that many of these instances could have been avoided. Not only do I wish that teachers alerted others to how they were feeling way before it got to this point of bubbling over and they're unable to continue on, but I also wish we as leaders created the environment and then helped teachers build the skill set so they can manage overwhelm before little things turn to big things and then boom, it blows up. So I'm throwing out the SOS flag. We cannot lose any more educators from administrators to teacher leaders to teachers to teacher assistants and everyone in between. Enough is enough. And if I cannot control what gets put on your plate, I at least am going to help you control how to work around what's on your plate. And so my hope is that we can find our way back to thriving. Forget this whole surviving mentality. I want you to fall back in love with education, inspiring kids to prosper, and I want you to grow your craft. So the title of this podcast being Max Out Your Minimum might be a little misleading. There is no permission here to give it your minimum. We are actually going to learn how to max out the least amount required. So think about Goldilocks. She's finding just right amount. And we're going to put a dang cap on it. Okay. (laughs) So let me explain. I was recently listening to a podcast called informal observations. It's actually based off of a book and this whole educational consulting idea and strategy. And it's by skyrocket coaching. I will link the podcast and their website here. It's by Michael Sonbert and Antonio Vance. They were on discussing this concept that I had never heard of. It's called minimum effective dose. So M-E-D, minimum effective dose. And it came from a book called Four Our Body, Becoming Superhuman. <laughs> and it was written by Tim Ferriss. You might have heard of him. He also authored the book For Our Workweek. So he's all about efficiency and what's the best we can do with the least amount of exertion. So the concept here is that the minimum effective dose or MED, as I am calling it, is the smallest amount to produce the actual effect. So you're not going to give less, but you're not giving more than what is required. And they gave the example on the podcast that if water boils at 100, don't put a higher temperature on because it's just wasting energy. And so sometimes doing more actually does a hindrance. And that is called the law of diminishing returns, meaning the more you're doing it, more than that's required, you're actually getting worse at it. I would sit up all hours, like I'm gonna crank out these blog posts, I'm gonna crank out these podcast episodes, I'm gonna crank out these lesson plans. And although I was producing more and working for a longer period of time, My work output wasn't great because I was tired. I was running out of creative energy and I wasn't getting anything great. But if I just capped myself, went to bed, had good night's sleep, I could work faster and produce better results than forcing myself in a longer stretch to just keep pushing through. So I 100% know and believe the law of diminishing returns. And so we don't want that. You overexert yourself. Nothing is left For extras in your life, and then you don't have any reserves for the next day. And if water boils at 100, 101 is too much. We don't need to do it. It's not going to make it any better. So stop it at its greatest possible point. So that is the exact dosage for your desired outcome. And then I happen to be listening to another podcast called The Modern Principle. It's by Karen and Christy. There's some elementary principles. And they were discussing survival tips when everything is just hard. And they're referencing this dissertation that they wrote on administrator burnout. And the research was saying that when the job demand is greater than the resources available, burnout happens. When the job demand is greater than the resources available. And we have been operating that way for three years now. And it is shocking if someone is not burnt out. But if someone is not burnt out, I think it's because they probably have realized that minimum effective dose. They are realizing, okay, what do I have to put in to do my job and do my job well without overexerting myself, leaving myself depleted for my family, for my hobbies, for the joy of my job, and to be able to show up and do it again. And so the stress, the overwhelm, the tiredness, it's all really high right now. What's our solution? We're going to find our own minimum effective dose, our own MED. Let me give you some scenarios to think about here. If you're a teacher, you might have to be on a committee of some sort at your school. And so think to yourself, how can I contribute instead of lead? So you might step down from a leadership role of leading the committee or leading a portion of whatever the committee does. And you can say, I am just maxed out. I need to just be a member who can contribute but not have the additional responsibilities of leading a piece of this or leading the entire thing. And maybe it's for a short period of time. Maybe it's just to rotate other people through, but it is okay for you to say, I am still involved. I'm still going to be here and contribute. It's just going to look different. You know, how can I pitch in for one event instead of five? (laughs) Or how about lesson plans? Think about doing more with less. Let's scale back how many tech tools you are throwing in to your lessons or decrease the amount of time you're researching for the perfect activity. If the activity is aligned to the standard, it does the job. Like We don't have to keep playing on Pinterest for hours trying to find the most perfect one. There are good enough activities that get the job done. We are not going to see that much more return on what you think is the perfect activity from the one that's aligned and is able to help students master what they're learning. And thinking about orchestrating multiple small groups so you can differentiate appropriately Maybe you create a different schedule and you're not trying to meet with everyone every single day because that in itself, the prep for that is exhausting. And it's not that you're not helping kids, it's you're doing the best that you are physically capable of if you're going to show up and do it again tomorrow. And meeting with kids every single day and being less of your best because you stayed up late trying to prepare all these plans rather than meeting with them every other day, you're going to show up better. When you're less on your plate, but doing it better, you're much more focused, you're rested, you're clear headed, and you're able to execute better than forcing yourself to operate on low fumes and do all these things, thinking to yourself, well, at least I made it to the committee and at least I wrote the lesson plans and at least I met with all these kids. And it's like, yeah, but when you did those things, did you actually do it well? Because if you didn't do it well, now we got to do it again and now you're wasting more energy and here the cycle goes. Or maybe parent communication. How about emailing them instead of taking phone calls? Or how about a group text that you can use many different tools to do that versus individual emails or set some boundaries? You know, maybe you only... And you tell them, I am only going to communicate during this time of day, and please, no personal text. However you need to shut things down so you're not burning the midnight oil, do it. Hey, y'all. Popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they, too, can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. All right, teacher leaders, I'm coming to you. How about all of you out there doing non-coaching duties right now? How can you still be a team player and pitch in, but when you do, you need to kind of guard your schedule and your sanity. Maybe you create some sort of rotating schedule with other non-classroom but certified teachers who can... Do some of these things like cover a class or do whatever is related to instruction because, yes, you are certified to do that, but you're also leading and you enjoy leading and you have other duties that you need to meet. And if you're in a classroom all the time, it's pulling you away from what you need to do. So it's not that, no, I can't. It's how can I do both? How can I limit the leadership and limit me covering classes or reviewing lesson plans or whatever it is? so I can show up and do the other things well. Let's reprioritize and let's share the workload and figure it out. Or how about teachers are really just not interested in partnering together in any sort of coaching cycle right now. They're stressed out. You're stressed out helping someone who's stressed out. It's a mess. So why don't you just meet them where they are? Say, we do need to continue learning and growing, but I realize that you are maxed out. Your brain cannot take on any learning And I realize you also don't want to sit for multiple PD sessions for hours on end. So let's go micro. Maybe you film yourself doing a quick 10-minute session on a teaching strategy and you share that with them and off they go. Or a micro cycle where you observe just a portion of a lesson, 10, 15 minutes, and you meet with them or you email them and follow back up and work on that one section until it gets really good. There are ways to still do our jobs, but attack it from a different angle when you recognize that the other person cannot receive what you're about to give because they are tapped out. So you're helping them learn to manage and work around these responsibilities without just pouring it all on top and hoping they stay afloat. We were mentioning before about the workload of subbing And then also having to lead, you know, what is the requirement there? That would be a great conversation to have with a leader and ask yourself, what am I capable of? You know, can I be two totally different people at a hundred percent? No. And I always say, cut the fat. What are you able to scale back on? If you are covering a class, grab a lesson plan from somebody else, make it your own as best you can. You don't need to be sitting there writing the lesson plans from scratch when you're in there to help. That's not a good use of your time. I'd rather you work with teachers and then let me see this lesson plan. Let me think about these kids. Let me quick it make some adjustments and keep it moving. And like I mentioned, recording the PD instead of doing everything live. There are many ways for you to be a great educator right now without it being all out. They say that in sports balls to the wall, like give it everything you've got. And it's like we are on edge empty. We need to actually conserve so we can fill up our reserves and get back to it. Small as it is, that stresses you out because every time you feel overwhelmed and you're frustrated and you're taking that extra breath and you're trying to calm yourself down, in your phone, write down what was it? What sent you over the edge right there? It could be someone said your name. And it's not that they said your name. It's the fact that I was just trying to get one thing done. And now you're calling me and I have to stop what I'm doing to come do this. You know, like I find myself that is one of my major stressors is I can never actually complete something start to finish. I'm always interrupted. And that drives me bonkers. So, for a while, doing a quick experiment for a week or for two days. And every time that you feel that stress level go, name it in your phone and you're going to get this laundry list of things that have stressed you out. You're ready for step two when you've got your list. Pick one or two of them that you are going to do an MED test, which means are you giving it more than's required to get the job done? I'm not saying you could do a bad job. And I'm not saying go over and above. I'm saying be Goldilocks here. Decide what is the amount it's going to take to do this well and get it done. I'm not saying become superstar status and I'm not saying lose your job because you're not meeting the bare minimum. What I'm saying is let's recalibrate. Is it requiring that 100 degrees to boil? Then you better not do 101. It's not necessary. Take that extra degree and put it in to the next task. So pick one or two from that list. Step three, alert whoever's involved in those things, whatever stakeholder is involved in those tasks that are stressing you out. Let them know your new game plan. Please reiterate your commitment to the school, to the mission, to your job, to your role, and say because of that commitment that I need to pull back so I can continue to stay and fulfill this requirement and this commitment that I made to you. And then you can also mention it's a short term thing or like a rotating schedule. It's only every so often I'm pulling back. You decide what makes the most sense. And I think the stakeholders involved will appreciate you being honest and proactive and that you're willing to stick it out. Step four, it's just time to execute. You've picked your two things. You've told everyone what's going on. And now when those stressors happen, you've decided how you are going to do minimum effective dose. (laughs) And allow some time to just keep operating with that focus of I'm not doing less. I'm not doing more. I'm giving the exact amount that's required and then step five is i want you to continue to attack the stressors on your list by picking one or two to focus on at one time until you finally get to a place where you find peace and you're getting your groove back and you can always ramp it back up again once you've recouped. But the point is we're trying to save ourselves for the long term and we got to pull back just a little off the throttle so that we can take that extra energy that we're exerting that's not necessary because it's not actually going to produce any greater result and put it into the other things in our life. And if we don't need any, we've got some extra to just relax and recoup. So here's my quick reminder to you. My hope is that we can find our way back to thriving, fall back in love with education, inspire kids to prosper, grow our own craft. And I truly believe that by maxing out our minimum, we can do our jobs without losing our sanity, our mental health, or even our passion. And we can do it well without doing too much all the time. And I am here cheering you on to find your way back to your best self, tackling one stressor at a time. All right, elite educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on scaling back without losing your impact. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered.